Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of End Time America. It's Michael Pierce. Uh, I've got some news. I think the last couple podcasts I made were dealing with uh, uh, a previous one. The, the two podcasts ago was about my loss of my best friend, my protector, my wonderful dog, Ariel. She was... She was my right-hand gal. She uh, she wouldn't let anything happen to me. She was so protective, watched over me to the point that <clears throat> any anybody that wanted to do me harm could not get close. <clears throat> so anyway, at that time I was in Florida and I was looking for for a boat. And she passed away, and I just, I just kind of couldn't get refocused on anything. So I went back to my brother's house in Georgia. Then I went back to Indiana for some appointments, and then I came back down uh, for her funeral. And uh, I mentioned briefly what I was planning, what God had put in my heart years ago. And I'm going to share with you some things that I don't think I've ever told you. But several years ago, my heart was breaking. Oh, I, it, I shed a lot of tears over our Christian brothers and sisters who were suffering overseas as the the footprint of Christianity in the world was under attack and, and was being reduced. And uh, evil was expanding. And I'm sure you watched the videos of, of how they were treated in Iraq and other places. And when I was watching that, I had so, I grieved so much over that, that, uh, God put it in my heart to to start an organization called Christian Rescue Coalition, and and I started that, and I started communicating with uh, leaders of countries overseas, and then then I came under severe attack from those that don't want you to do that type of thing. The uh, I, I didn't fully understand what was going on in my heart. I was, I know God put that in my heart. I knew it was for a purpose, and I struggled with it for years. I wrote a outline of how some of these organizations were spreading into countries and forcing towns to convert and so I wrote a, a paper on how how they were doing it, and I sent it around to several of these leaders. And and it got worse. And I still didn't understand. I was trying to place what God was putting in my heart with what normal scripture said was going to happen. 
because you go to a normal church, you hear all this rapture and we're not going to suffer and God's going to protect us. And, you know, it's not ordained for the church. The, uh, the church is not, how does that go? To suffer in the wrath of God. And yeah, that's all true. But the tribulation is not the wrath. And I, so I struggled with this vision or this this feeling God put in my heart, this desire, this this uh, this grieving, this this heart I had for our Christian brothers overseas, Christian brothers and sisters, and I couldn't understand why Christians in America were just ignoring it. How can you ignore? The fact that your brothers and sisters are suffering and dying. How can you just ignore that? Maybe because you don't feel like you're, they're your brothers and sisters. You feel distance from them. You don't think that they're Christian. You, you know, or maybe, maybe those feeling such things aren't Christian. Because, because a Christian brother and sister are more family than your own blood relation. So I struggled with that feeling for a long time. And one day, I, I was working on, on implementing a plan of, of getting boats and uh, traveling around the world, and trying to get positioned where God told, whatever, wherever God would tell me to be positioned, because wherever he told me to go, he would have told a Christian to go there too that needed to be rescued. And that was my plan. I had plans that I wanted to implement by uh, communicating with uh, uh, the government, or primarily our, our special operations, because I didn't want to do anything that would give away any of their operations or plans or tactics so i was i was really wrapped up in this i was wanting to i was wanting other christians to help and you know what there again no other christian had a heart for the suffering of our christian brothers and sisters overseas not one well i ran into a couple of it even the churches, you'd go talk to them about it, and it was like it was so distant from them. Like they, they didn't have a concern in the world, like it wasn't even related to their faith. <clears throat> so I struggled with this for a few years, trying to put together this whole thing. Finally, one day I got fed up with it, and I just told God, God, if you put this in my heart, if this is what you want me to do, prove to me by showing me where in the scripture this is. Show me where this is actually in the scripture, what I'm wanting to do. And it happened fast. Within a, a couple days, it was a couple days exactly. I was just reading scripture. I just opened up a book that I'd never read before and or not recently and 
didn't have a comprehension of. And you know how you hear the stories of the Bible and and when you hear them, when they're read to you with a preconceived false doctrine added to it, you miss everything. So when you when you get this notion that you've been you've been programmed for this doctrine that you fully expect is in the scripture, you've never studied it, you've never read it, but all your respected pastors and TV personalities believe that this is what's going to happen. So when you read the scripture, you have a bias that leads your understanding. It leads your understanding. It leads your comprehension. It does all the things that God tells us not to do. So, anyway, he showed me this. I was reading through this here few chapters. And when I read the Bible, I don't... I don't trust doctrine. I don't trust what, well, first of all, the the churches, for the last 20 years, I felt like they've been teaching a different gospel. It's totally alien to what I was taught as a kid. The things I was taught as a kid, they don't even mention anymore. So I was reading this chapter, and lo and behold, bam. It jumped right up at me because I was wanting boats to cruise the coastlines to look for Christians. In chapters uh, 28 through 31 of Jeremiah, it talks about the end times, the the Christians of the end times. And now you've got to keep this in in. You've got to erase all the the pre-programmed doctrine that you've been fed, but you've got to go read Second uh, Timothy chapter two, where and get the original King James version, sixteen eleven, because it's different than the new Bibles. The new Bibles say it's a restrainer in the. The first, you know, the the old church, the churches that were around when America was created. They didn't believe in a rapture. They believed that the church was going to go through and be tried and that the true Christians would be tried in fire, persecuted, hunted down. Well, it talks about this period of time. It talks about Damascus. Elsewhere in the scripture, I was trying to, uh, MLL, let me stay on track here. So I was uh, reading this, and all of a sudden it says, straight up, that in the end times, there was there will be such persecution against the church that a multitude will be killed. And those that survive, the elderly, the crippled, the poor, will migrate down the creeks, rivers, to the ocean. 
and they will be picked up and taken back to their home. That's talking about Israel. It's talking about spiritual Israel. No color. It were, were color, skin color is a delusion. It's talking about Christians. It's talking about the saints of God. Black, white, yellow, red, all of us. We're all brothers and sisters, no matter where you come from. If you're a true Christian, you should grieving when you see your brothers and sisters in pain or suffering. Bam, right there. He showed me exactly what I was asking for. Where is this in Scripture? What you put in my heart to do. And he showed me where there would be people that would pick Christians up at the coast and deliver them back to Israel and to Syria into the total land of Israel, the land given to the, to Israel by God. And it even gives you time when you're supposed to go. I was wondering then, I was saying, well, when is this supposed to take place? What's our sign? Well, what's going to be the sign that tells us when we're to go back to those countries because they'll just be under attack there? And I ran across the scripture that said that the sign that tells you when you're to return is when the land is laid waste and Damascus is in ruin. When it's laid waste, the inhabitants have all been destroyed. We are to return to the land, the land there. And, and that's good because the event that's going to take place, that's going to leave people wandering and traveling down the creeks and streams. Well, it's kind of mentioned briefly in Second Timothy chapter 2, but this is why I'm telling you to get an older Bible because to match the deception, the false doctrine that's in the church, they changed scripture. One of the scriptures they changed was the part in Second Timothy where it says that, <clears throat> well, nowadays it says that the restrainer will restrain until you be taken out of the way. Right there it should tell you the restrainer taken, removed. They, the, the rapture people like to say, well, that's when we're raptured. We're going to be raptured. We're going to restrain Satan until we're raptured. No. If you go back to the original translation, it says that the church is deceived. Brother betraying brother, sister betraying sister unto death. Most of them thinking that they're serving God by serving this government or this system that's saying that you're a good patriot, come and help us. We need to watch these people. The true Christians are being watched, harassed, and secretly killed by the government. But there's a period of time where, as Russ Dizdar said, that all the Satanists, the devout Satanists, there's you got you got the, the deceived that is serving this, this plan, then you got the Hollywood in serving the plan through their their secret society membership, which leads to the satanic order 
that they call the SLA. And there's tens of thousands of them here in America. And Russ has, has interviewed them and led many to Christ out of the system. People that were uh, traumatized as a child, their personality split, brainwashed, that serve Satan, have seen spirits, have seen child sacrifices. These people are waiting for a time and it's supposed to be it during a period when there's electrical outages, it's gonna be dark. And they're gonna be cut loose. And they want, they say they smell the blood of the Christians and they want to kill the elderly, the Christians, and the conservatives. So the scripture really says in 2 Timothy that those who let will let. Those who are deceived will help the Antichrist system rise because they believe in a man and a a country that had been taken over secretly by the enemies but had their devoted service to harass, torture, and kill the true Christians. So those who let will let. Those that are deceived will be deceived until they be removed. Then the man of lawlessness will be revealed. Then they'll figure out, wow, he just had us all killed. So we survived, but that is the man of lawlessness. And it says in that same chapter, it says that uh, be because of their failure to turn to the love of the truth, because of their failure to turn to the love of the truth, the love of the truth is the scripture. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God, and the Word became flesh, Jesus Christ. When you take communion with Jesus Christ, you're devouring the Word of God. It's not about a cup of wine, and it's not about changing that wine to blood. It's allegory explaining that Jesus was the Word of God made flesh. His sacrifice opened the door for our salvation. And the way to your salvation is through study of the Word of God to renew, to, to fill your dirty old oil, uh, oil or light skin with new wine. And when you fill yourself with new wine, when you've replaced all the lies with the truth out of the scripture, then you are filled with the Spirit. And you are usable by God. But it takes the devotion. It takes it takes a commitment. It takes a real desire to work out your own salvation if you're in trouble. It takes somebody motivated that they know that the only truth is from God. And the only way to be saved is by understanding the truth. If you're deceived, you're going to go to hell because it says that he's got, uh, because of their failure to turn to the love of the truth, he lets a delusion fall on them that they might believe a lie. That they who are deceived, that believe the lie, 
can be swept into hell. Those Christians that do not believe in the truth, that put their trust in men rather than God, who won't stand with their brothers and sisters on truth, who could have stopped the whole process. You know, to stop this whole thing, all we got to do is repent, turn to God, and stand together on the Constitution. We have to, we have to, everybody has to just say, hey, the Constitution is law. And that's what we're following. And anybody that breaks that law, we need to go after. And that would stop this whole program. But because Biden, the day that 9-11 happened, presented a bill called the Patriot Act that enabled the deception of the Christians to turn brother against brother and sister against sister unto death. Those that follow the Constitution, that follow Scripture, where it says, do not slander, do not uh, plot evil against your neighbor. You're to love one another. You're to help one another. You're to try to help each other when you're in pain and suffering. They've turned our whole society against well, they turned our whole society to sin by convincing, and just like it says in the Bible, they will kill you thinking they're doing God a service. They are going to kill Christians because they think they're Christians and they're following the lie and they're going to persecute, harass, and torture anybody that doesn't believe like they do, that doesn't have their face wrapped up in a man instead of God who will not obey the Bible or the Constitution, but is spineless, who will, like a, like a flag in the wind, will follow whatever breeze hits them first. If somebody tells you this is a bad guy, and now we're finding out that they've got 60,000 man army here in this country that's harassing people and destroying their lives. Just like David Wilkerson said, they're going to slander you. They're going to plot behind your back, and you're not going to know where it's coming from. These are globalists. This is the army of the globalists. They have private intelligence agencies that have full access to all of our intelligence agencies who can change your medical records, change your police records. These are the people that are doing all that. Then they come out with a report in the news here today about these microwave weapons, how, how so many Secret Service people are, are, have been brain damaged by these weapons. And they come out more about the Secret Army, how they've got full access to all intelligence agency stuff. They've got your computer and they're hacking. And slowing down your bank transactions, messing with your your uh, your navigation program, causing you delays, trying to stress you out, cause you problems. Satan's alive and real. The people that are serving him don't think they're serving him. They think they're serving God, but they're being deceived. They are letting, and they they are those who let until they be taken out of the way. Those are the ones that are trusting in the system, believe in this 
thing that's going on, most of your government workers and your medical workers who were forced to do the things they had to do will be in that uh, oh, it'll be, it'll be it's going to be awful it's going to happen it's going to be really terrible see they want to they want to reduce america to 100 million people by 2024 what are we we're 2021 so we're about two years away from that. What did what brings Jesus Christ back? Jesus Christ comes as a result of this genocide that takes place globally. He gets fed up with it, he's giving them every chance. The genocide hits. Those that are deceived and think they're Christians are gonna look up and think. What's the Bible say? It says they look up and they think, well, whose names were saved from the beginning of time? Again, it was, if not us, then who, who were Christians? We thought we were Christians. And then in a little second, they're going to realize that they were deceived and they're going to hell. That's what's getting ready to happen. And it's going to happen... I, I really figure that we're, well, just think about it. If, if there's a great massacre of Christians around the world by those that think they're Christians and then the, not, the, one, then the deceived Christians fall out, that's going to bring Jesus Christ back. And it says, it says, in one of the books I read, that he lands one foot on land and one foot in the sea, and then fire comes out of his mouth and just destroys everybody. The word of God. If you're a Christian, fire not going to hurt you. It's, it's those. I, sometimes I think that those that go to hell are those that are unsaved, that are forced to be in the presence of Jesus Christ because they are sinners they're going to burn because we're Christian it's not going to affect us we got terrible times coming I wanted to get back to my story about what God put in my heart because we're very close to that period of time and that's why I announced that anybody that wanted to participate that had a vote you know, send me a message. Let's try to organize this together. Because God gave me a boat. So I'm one step closer. And I'll tell you, he gave me this boat under great turmoil. When I was trying to come down to finish the deal on this boat, they had the gas shortage. I mean, it was almost like they did it to stop me and try to force me in to stay in where I was. So I prayed and I drove down. I didn't have any problems. I got down here and I needed to transfer money out of my account. All of it was blocked. No matter what I did, I couldn't transfer any more money. I found one way to do it and I did it once. I was going back to do it again. I was stopped dead in my tracks. 
it was just a miracle of God that I was able to finish it all. But it was after a morning prayer when I asked God to help me find a deal like other people that I heard about, uh, somebody that just, it, it's a, a nuisance for them and they just don't want to deal with it. I'll put a picture on it, of it up on my, as a picture on my podcast. But I'm looking forward to getting out and getting some, you know, just having a little bit of peace, just getting a couple mile, hundred miles offshore alone, me and God, and enjoying each other's presence and no cell phones, no nothing. It's just going to be really almost like heaven. <laughs> It'll be just like heaven. But all during this process of me trying to figure what God had put in my heart and how I was going to achieve it against insurmountable odds, God was making the way possible. And it's truly a miracle. And I'm just so thankful to my father for... I mean, I can't believe it. I'm in shock. I mean, it's just amazing. I'm just so thankful. So, that's where I'm at. That's what's going to happen. And that's where I am positioning myself. Now, the purpose. The purpose. This podcast, I I don't like to follow the outlines of most commercial type money industry type things. I just, it's just simple. It's just real simple. I'm just, I just come on and I tell you what God has revealed to me over the years, what the Bible says, uh, how people are being deceived and the dangers that we now face. And it's not getting any better because the people are divided those that work for the government are betraying the country from the top to the bottom. They're following the New World Order policies, uh, establishing Christian, conservative, American people as a threat, bringing all government resources against us to suppress us for continuity of government. When I was a kid, continuity of government meant to defend the Constitution. That was the government by the people, for the people. And they managed to flip that on us, didn't they? They moved us from a Constitution where we were all brothers and sisters and our purpose was to free the people of the world and bring them to the truth of Jesus Christ. They put stops on that. Now, They have advanced even further with the Patriot Act by convincing the Christian people to betray their neighbors and their American people for this, what they think is a constitutional government. They're defending their country, thinking they're doing God a service. They betray the American people and they're destroying their own country. And like I said, the only thing that we need to do to stop the globalists dead in their tracks. The Constitution says 
that any law that tries to say that it's more powerful than the Constitution is automatically void and null. Constitution is law land. That's what you're supposed to follow. Up until 10 years ago, that was anybody in government, law enforcement, that was given an unconstitutional order was obligated to disobey it. And they've changed that. I've got videos linked to the description of things that are going on. I've got a, a, a way that you can send me money to help me out and getting things ready. My next goal is to buy land and stock it with food so that our Christian brothers and sisters who can get to that location under the guidance of God will have temporary safety and brotherly love and brotherhood. They'll be amongst fellow believers. That's that's another one of my goals. That's another one of my goals. The uh I miss my dog very bad. She was the be most beautiful German Shepherd I'd ever seen in my life. My mom loved her. She was my mother's dog after I got her. <laughs> I'm sure you've kept up with the news. I haven't been keeping up with anything here lately. I've been busy with this boat trying to get it ready to take off. And head out to sea, and uh, I just wanted to get out for a little while. I, mean, I haven't been out in the water in 15 years, probably. Been dealing with other things, taking care of mom and dad. And now, God's given me my assignment, and I'm moving forward towards it. It takes a long time, but it's in His time and not my own. I have been disobedient. I have, and I repented of it, and I want to repent to each and every one of you. My life has gotten so complicated and so hard because of these individuals that are slipping around in the background. Like I said, one day I was, I had put my phone down, my niece walked up, my sister's daughter. And I, she was asking me, what's what's going on with your phone? I said, I don't know. I hate the thing. I want to get rid of it. I, I'm going to get rid of it really soon. And that group that's listening to me, the girls on the other side, said, no, he won't. My, my niece said, what? <laughs> she couldn't believe it. It freaked her out. It scared her real bad. But they're, they're, they're using all the technology that the government has. To suppress the truth, and 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 I'll tell you, I'm gonna. This is another purpose of this podcast. There is a, uh, there's going to be a, a video file uh, included in here. It's called Operation Looking Glass. Now, Operation Looking Glass was a artificial intelligence computer system, uh, a supercomputer that they had set up. The globalist. Uh, to analyze their plans to make sure that they couldn't fail in implementing their one world order. 
And uh, so that, they were running into a problem. And then the guy that was involved in this situation helped with programs and, and would upload all the data and stuff. He, he come out and said he was a military guy. He said, look, this is a this was a program that they had established so that they could pre-plan success in taking over America and destroying Christianity and everything. They were loading stuff in, loading stuff in, and they got it all loaded. And no matter what they did, what they added, what plans they had, no matter how they did it, they couldn't stop something happened. And it always had the same outcome, no matter what they did. That date was December 21st, 2012. And what was going on was people were starting to wake up. At, at that date, Mark, when they started to wake up, and people would wake up and their plans would fail. So they changed their plans. They come up with a plan to do the 9-11, change the laws and use our own military police and uh, fire departments to sick them on the people that were awake to, to claim they were crazy, to discredit their uh, their lives, change their their records and, and destroy their lives. By doing that, they figured they could buy time and prevent people from being woke by slandering and destroying people's lives and convincing the public that this is just a crazy guy, or he's this, or he's that. That way, nobody would listen to him. They'd think, and then they'd put out propaganda that countered everything anybody said in order to keep people asleep. And now, what what is their goal? They're, what are they trying to keep people asleep from? It's the population. In order for them to win, they have to reduce the population to where it's controllable by their private army that they've got set up that they're using against us. So what they had to do is they had to make America a prison state. They had to bring in a threat. Then they had to change that threat and flip the threat over to the people that were a threat to them. The American constitutional Americans, uh, Christians. So there, it's a race of genocide or people standing together. And in the, in the plan, what happened was everybody caught on, understood it was a lie, and they just quit. They wouldn't go along with it. Everybody woke up. They obeyed the Constitution. They returned to the facts, and, and it stopped everything they wanted to do. So they've got to keep everybody deceived until the moment that they reduce the population and get rid of the Christians. Now, the Bible talks about that. They're, they think they're coming up with all this brand new stuff, but it's in the Bible. <laughs> they think they've succeeded in the Bible. It says that uh, uh, after they kill the two witnesses, they exchange gifts, they yell peace and safety because they have their global government. They have succeeded. They've destroyed uh, what, five billion people off the face of the earth. They destroyed all the Christians, all the conservatives. They've got an elite class, that is like the, the king's 
they've got a, a lead army that's like having knights, and then they've got peasants to sweep and clean for them. And all they needed to do is flip the threat, convince everybody that they're serving God by violating the constitutional rights of others, and just and sicken local fire department, police, uh, military, and uh, by and it's all being directed. They needed their private office to direct this, so they set up private intelligence agencies to run it, who control homeland security. They change the records in the record branches. They they change your medical records. They change your 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 uh, uh, criminal records to make law enforcement think you're a bad guy and follow you around everywhere to get you scared. And they run around telling everybody that you're a dangerous person, you're crazy, or you've done something wrong, and they're hunting you down. And they need your, their cooperation. We don't want you to listen to anything he says. We don't want you to have any contact with him. We just want to use your house to set this electronic device up that is a killing device and aim it at them. And that's what's going on. So it's a race between us waking up and them killing us. And that's what's going on. And where I have failed at, this is where my failure is and why I need to ask you to forgive me, please. Like this this podcast I'm doing right now, I was supposed to have done it weeks ago. But I disobeyed God out of fear because I was I was scared. I wanted to wait until it calmed down or I could get in a situation where they couldn't hurt me anymore and 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 I could have a, a, some breathe time and I can kind of control my environment and and you know while I was doing that I noticed they've been up in the tempo. They've been up in the tempo, up in the slander, uh, recruiting more locals to help them. And you know it says we got to love our enemies. We can't hate nobody. We got to love everybody. We got to pray for them. Maybe they'll listen to the podcast, but they've already brainwashed them so much that the ones I tell to listen to the podcast, you can tell they're not interested. It's just like they accidentally they'll send you a text message by accident, and you'll send back some stuff, and they won't watch it because of they feel like it's betraying their their controllers. So that they'll continue to betray brother and sister into death. Just like the scripture says, everything's already in the scripture. We know what's going to happen. They're going to do their genocide. Christ is going to get angry. He's going to return to earth. They're going to battle each other. And Jesus Christ is going to win. Those of us that survive will make our ways down the rivers and creeks to the coast. And we will be transported back to our homes, our homeland of Israel. In order for that to happen, uh, it talks about in Scripture where the Jews do not accept their brothers. They don't accept the other ten tribes. They, they, they've programmed to tell people that they are Israel. No, they're just one tribe. And they don't recognize us. And actually, they are operating with the New World Order against us. So... Uh, you know, all this stuff is out there. It's just that when you study the Bible, you read it looking 
for your preconceived understanding of what you believe. You've been programmed to believe in a rapture. So when you read the Bible, you read it as though a rapture is in there, and you totally miss all the truth that's in there. And it says in the scripture, unless you, unless you come to me as a little child with no pre with no preconceived ideas of the truth, no preconceived ideas of rapture, no preconceived notions about what's in the Bible, unless you come to me as a little child and you read the Bible and you let no one teach you but him, but God himself, no one teaches you but God. You sit and listen to, and it says in the Bible not to call yourself a pastor. So why would you want to call yourself a pastor? It talks about the 70. It talks about the 70 weeks, but it talks about the, the, the group, the 70 uh, evangelists or 70 ministers. Well, it talks in Ephraim about that. In the book of Ephraim, it talks about them, that these are the men that God lets uh, establish control over his sheep. And he is going to judge them for how many sheep they kill. And in, Ephra- in the book of uh, Enoch, I'm sorry, in the book of Enoch, it talks about those 70, about the, all these pastors that are going to go to hell for deceiving the, the saints or the sheep. You go to uh, uh, you go to about chapter 80 in there somewhere. And Enoch, the book of Enoch was written before the flood. Enoch had a dream about everything that was going to take place on earth after the day that he had the dream. He dreamt about the flood. He dreamt about uh, 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 Abraham, about David. He goes through all these things, in it, but, he, but he uses animals. In his dream, it was animals. There were wolves, there were coyotes, there were, there were uh, uh, asses, there were uh, 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 bulls, big, big cattle. And then, you know, then there was like Jesus. It talks about Jesus, how he established his church. It talks about the saints after that. And then it talks about a great massacre of the sheep and the judgment. And in that judgment, they're talking about the sheep, the blind sheep, which is those that are deceived, how they're all going to go to hell. Just like. Second Timothy chapter two says, I mean, it's all very, that's why, that's why so many books have been removed from the Bible that give us direct understanding of what's going to happen so that it's vague. They want it vague so that they can manipulate it and make you believe what they want. Every translation that comes out changes the Bible toward a preconceived false doctrine that they're using to deceive the church. To get the truth, you have to go to the 1611 Bible. I mean, I, I go to flea markets and stuff looking for original Bibles that I can get because of the, uh, I mean, I believe that even with the, the copies of the 1611 you get now, that they can still change stuff in it. 
but then you'll get the true translation. It's not a restrainer. It's it's those that are deceived will help the Antichrist system until they be taken out of the way. And when everybody sees this man of lawlessness kill the people that were helping, then they're going to understand this is man of lawlessness. And then they're going to see Christ return. They're going to think, well, then then who 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 were these Christians if not us? We I thought we were Christians. We were doing what everybody said. We were putting our faith in a man. We were believing in America, even though it wasn't following its own laws. We were persec- We were speaking evil about plotting evil against our neighbor. We were torturing our neighbor. We were killing our neighbors. And and the Bible says they're going to kill you, thinking they're doing God a service. Never could figure this stuff out until God put me right in the middle of it. And I'm seeing it happen. And I totally understand what's going on. It's kind of like when I was in the military the first time. First time he's, I was, I was shocked by a spirit talking to my spirit was when I was in the Marine Corps and when they passed NAFTA. It was like a still small voice, and it said to me, "This is the beginning of the fall." And then every time something in the news would come up about them passing this or passing that or or trying to change this or trying to change that, God would speak to my heart and tell me, okay, this is it. And we are almost done, brothers and sisters. We've got, if this all happens on their timeline, 2024, that means Christ is coming sometime soon after that by 2025. That means we're in the last three years and we are getting ready to see the battle between Jesus Christ and the Antichrist here on earth. Which side are you on? Do you know you're saved? Do you believe in the rapture? Do you read the Bible and fully expect to see the uh, rapture in there? Or do you turn to the Bible like a little kid? Not looking for what you think, but looking for what God's telling you. Because if you do not turn to him as a little child, and he was, I I really believe he was talking about us today. Because if you don't turn to him like a little child, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven because you're going to believe the lie. You're going to read the Bible fully expecting to see the lie, and you are rendering yourself unteachable by God. And then after that, you listen to pastors, you don't take You take anything anybody says on the pulpit as true gospel. The Bible says we are to test everything. Everything a pastor says needs to be taken to the scripture and either proved or disproved before you accept it as truth. And nobody does that anymore. I, I, I watch people go to church and they, they carry a Bible with them all the time. But the Bible looks like it has not, it's just a, like a piece of furniture. They never crack it open because I don't see any wrinkles in the seams. <laughs> you know, you open it up and it's just like brand new. Mine has underlines, highlights, it, it, pages are falling out. Unless you turn to him as a little child, 
that you just toss out everything that you believe and you turn to him so that he can teach you, so that he can save your soul. Unless you turn to him, your soul's not saved in a church. Your soul's not saved by you going down front and praying the sinner's prayer. Your, your salvation comes from repentance every day, study every day, praying for understanding, wisdom, knowledge, and discernment every day from God, and repenting until you start hearing him talk to you and teach you. And then you keep it up and you build that relationship from that point on. But he's not going to talk to you if you're not going to listen to him. If, you're, if you've got a preconceived idea of what the gospel is, if you believe in a rapture, and when you read the Bible, you believe everything in it points to a rapture, then you're not receiving revelation from God. If you're going running around town and you're plotting evil against another American, you're following and harassing that other American, you are sinning to the point that you are going to go to hell. And that was why the system was designed that way, to get you to fall away from God and get you committing acts that the Bible commands you not to commit so that you can't be saved. Do you believe in once saved, always saved? Or do you believe that you can lose your salvation? Because the Bible says that those who continue to the end in the faith, who struggle, read, and pray, and seek God's face, those are saved. The ones that quit that, or just go to church and say salvation prayer, and then leave, and then that's the end of it. They weren't saved in the first place. You got to understand what salvation is. Salvation is a process. It's repenting when you realize that there is a God and that you're a sinner and, and that you're a nasty, ugly thing right now. But you want to be raised from the dead. So you start reading the Bible to seek the truth. You start pouring new wine into your old wineskin so that you can be raised a new man. And then you study and study and study and God speaks to you and speaks to you. And finally, you have enough of the scripture in you that God can speak to you through his word. Guide your steps, direct your path and make you a useful vessel for building his kingdom. And then you start building his kingdom instead of your own. If you believe that, the, you know, those that gain wealth are blessed by God and that shows that they're a good Christian. Bible says run from that kind of stuff. There's a lot of stuff in there you don't know is there. Anyway, I'm out of time. I put, I got more I got to add to this. Uh, I'm going to start obe obeying God and not being a chicken about this. And I'm going to start teaching. I'm going to try to teach every day. I love you all. Father in heaven, I pray for those that listen to this podcast that you reach in their hearts. That you give them desire that they, they get jealous of others, other people's relationship with you and, and they start to seek one themselves and they toss off all preconceived notions and ideas and they seek your new father as a little child in jesus name i pray amen i love you all please pray for me
There's a link in the description to where you can send me money if you if you feel led by the Lord. Share this with your friends and family. And let's see how many people we can get to cross this finish line together. God bless you. Good night.